Welcome back to the YouthQuest Ministry Podcast. Thanks for joining us this week as we continue to discuss all things ministry. Uh, two or three weeks ago, I was joined by Laura. Laura was our improv team leader, and we talked about social work and camp ministry and different kind of contexts within that, that area of ministry. And this week, I am joined by Camden Oakley, who's our band leader. Uh, he's a junior here at Liberty doing his, doing his, getting his undergrad in business administration and healthcare management. That's right? Mm-hmm. Sure okay. is. Deal. He's our band leader. This is his second year on the team, but his first year as band leader. Um, we were going to do this episode immediately after the last episode, but Camden was sick, and then we had weekends, and... Um, well, we got kind of busy, and so sure we're back. Did. We're back, and we'll be back regularly, I promise, um, but better late than never. Uh, but I'm with Camden today, and what we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about worship. We're going to talk about kind of the heart of worship, what it's all about, what it looks like in youth ministry, and all of those things. Um, but first, I just want Camden, I want you to introduce yourself. Tell the people who you are. Yeah, so uh, my name's Camden. I am 18 years old. I'm junior here, as Josh said. Um, yeah, pretty simple guy, um, with band leader, um, play electric guitar on the band. So that's kind of my thing. Uh, I've been doing that for a while, but yeah. Hmm. Cool. And where are you from? I'm from Johnson city, Tennessee, mm. the big city itself. Ah, the mm. big city. And you're feeling good about Tennessee beating Alabama a couple, oh. uh, that was like a week ago, two weeks ago. So good. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, first time since what was it? 2006? It's been like a while. That's crazy. Since the first iPhone. They mm. haven't, they haven't beat them since the iPhones come out. Yeah. Is that, that's crazy. That's wild. Okay. Uh, so now that people know who you are, now that I know who you are, even though I definitely already did. Um, oh, you did. I want you <laughs> I want you to tell me about kind of how you got into music, how you got into worship ministry, all of that. Where did that kind of start? Yeah. So um, growing up, my dad is a worship leader. Um, so that's kind of where I got started with that. Um, so we actually started church when I was mm, just a wee little kid. Um, <laughs> a wee lad. And so I grew up in the church. Um, just like watching him do his thing and he was very good at it. Mm. Um, and so growing up, we started, um, like a VBS, but it was called Camp Amp. Um, so Camp Amp was, um, pretty much VBS, but with instruments involved. And so what would happen is throughout the week, um, you'd be learning a song, which this could be just like open strings just for the chords or really whatever, like they Mm -hmm. could teach you that kids would actually understand. Um, But yeah, so that's kind of where I got started. And then like at the end of the week, then you'd like perform like a worship song. This like, it was so awesome. Um, So that's kind of where I got started with that. Um, And then it just grew from there. Yeah. That's cool. That kind of reminds me of uh, when I was in elementary school, we in music class, the thing that we did, it was, it was all about the xylophone. Mm -hmm. We always had to learn the xylophone. And that kind of reminds me like the camp amp thing of just, I had no idea how to play the xylophone, but I had this little wooden xylophone in front of me and I said, all right, I'm good at this. (laughs) I bet you were. (laughs) Um, but that's cool. So your dad is a worship pastor, worship leader. Um, and you said that you guys started that church. So was that a church plant when you were young? Uh, Yes. So, um, yeah, it was just like my family and like maybe three others mm. um, that started. So like we literally like I was there when like the building was being like remodeled and everything, mm-hmm. just like chilling. I was playing on a leapfrog. I don't know if you remember those. Oh, um, so that was back in the oh, day. Yeah. Um, good old times. <laughs> oh, the good um, old days. But yeah, they're from the very beginning. So, okay. Yeah. And is that the church that you're all still at? Yes. And so now that church has three campuses. Wow. Um, they're all like semi-small, mm. um, but they're like great community in all of them. So, That's yeah. awesome. Hey, that's really cool, especially church plant only 
less than if you were already born less than 18 years it ago yeah. and it already has three campuses mm. and is clearly thriving so that's that's incredible um so has your dad always been doing music um so he was actually a math teacher for a very long oh, time wow. before um so then he was at this one church where he like they got him involved in um worship ministry but he still like kept teaching mm-hmm. um as his main job and then once we started um Northridge which is my church now um, he still was teaching, um, but like doing, leading worship yeah. and then he eventually came full time. That's actually, worship. that's kind of interesting. Cause there was a worship leader at my church back home who was a math teacher mm-hmm. and just came, a thing. yeah, his name's Aaron and he came on and he would lead worship. He stayed part time and he's now still a math teacher, but that's kind of, yeah. it's kind of interesting. That's cool. And so you, so you started on your leapfrog, but now you play guitar. Yep. Is it the only thing you play? Um, I play other instruments, but I'm not very good at them. What else do you play? Um, or at so, least attempt to play. So, in church, I've played piano, <laughs> um, just kind of messing around. I've also played bass one Sunday. Oh. That was very interesting, because I've never played bass other than that Hey, time. as guitar players, we always have to play bass at least once. Oh, you got to. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's... Those things can kind of groove around a little bit. Yeah. Mainly just guitar. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, I'm glad that, that this year, even though you weren't able to be on the band last year, that you're finally on the band and you're not yes. only on the band, but you're leading it. Um, so that's really cool. Uh, so speaking of leading the band, I really want to talk about youth ministry and worship. Mm-hmm. And so like leading worship in the context that we do yeah. as Youth Quest in, in youth ministry and kind of the point of comparison to what you've experienced at church and what your dad does mm-hmm. in the more congregational side or the adult side and kind of what that balance looks like. And so my first question within that is how do you personally kind of balance the aspect of, obviously worship is all about worship. It's mm-hmm. true worship. We should be worshiping the Lord. Um, but within youth ministry, we are, and, and within any context, we are leading worship. Mm-hmm. When you're on stage, you are leading people in worship. Mm-hmm. How do you balance like, entertaining students while leading them in worship. How do you, how do you kind of find that balance? Yeah, that's definitely like probably the most challenging part of it all. Um, I would say that, yeah, it's definitely is challenging because like mm. these students, like they're like, they want to be entertained, but also like we're here to lead worship. Yeah. Um, and so like, that is definitely kind of a hard aspect, like, especially like leading the band Yeah. Um, with like, be like, Hey guys, like we got to be energetic, but also like, don't fake it, mm-hmm. you know, which is like, hard to do sometimes. Like sometimes you don't feel like jumping around, but also like, I don't know. It's just like, it's so different, but also like at the same time, like you just got to let like your worship become energetic. And Mm -hmm. it's a very fine line in between the two, between like entertaining and worshiping. Um, but you have to find it or else you're not doing your job, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I think a lot of that too is, is, is just a matter of finding joy in what you're doing and let the joy shine through. Mm -hmm. Just don't hold back and just, be joyful. Definitely. Be excited about what you're doing. Yeah. You're leading worship. You don't need to be all somber and sad about mm-hmm. it. Like, have fun. Yeah. And that's glorifying to God. And that's really what it's about, too, is no matter what we're doing, as long as we are glorifying the Lord in it, we're, what we're doing is good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so, because a big thing, I mean, with, with youth ministries that, that I've heard that I've talked to you guys about is when you're on stage, students are really only going to give about a third mm-hmm. of what they see you doing. Yeah. And so, like you said, it's not performing. It's just having fun and kind of letting loose and mm-hmm. let, let like, don't hold back. It's, it's less of a let, like, let's perform. And it's more of a just, just have fun, let yeah. loose. And so that's huge. Um, and so how do you, how do you, when you 
alongside those same lines, how do you lead worship in a more congregational setting? And then how does that compare to like a explicitly youth setting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say definitely when leading in a congregational setting, you kind of like dial it back just a little bit, mm. just because like there's like some older people in the congregation. If you're like jumping around on stage, mm-hmm. they're like, what is he doing? You know, um, so there's definitely like... There definitely is a difference because with youth ministry, it's like, yeah, you're not faking it, but also like you got to be excited for these students. Like you just said, like the one third rule of like, they're only going to give back a third. And so it's like, we're not faking it. Like we're just going for it. Like, just like, just like letting loose. Um, So that's definitely something. um, And like leading worship congregationally, it's just like, you kind of got to feel the room almost Mm. like kind of like what they're doing. Um, Like a lot of times in congregational worship, like spontaneous isn't as much of a thing, I would say. Yeah. Um, just like in a regular worship service, like I would say that it's almost non-existent sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's kind of like, all right, let's sing a few songs and let's let's go eat. Yeah. Um, but I would say definitely in youth ministry, like these kids are excited for worship. Yeah. And like th- they don't want it to end. Yeah. Um, so like you, you definitely just got to like feel out the spirit more of like where the song is leading instead of just like a time crunch of like, oh, we have an hour and a half for the yeah. service. Yeah. And I think that's really evidence too in the, in this weekend we were just on. Mm-hmm. We were with Highland Heights Baptist Church, which is uh, Lynchburg Church, which we, we've been partnering with for years. But one of the songs they did was Christ and Christ Crucified, yeah. which wasn't on our song list. It was a request from them. Um, and praise God it was. Because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, you could tell us about, like, on Saturday night, kind of how that went. And, like, it's not about our time crunch, yeah. but we're worshiping. And so, yeah, we, I mean, yeah, just in the fact of that end of the session, spontaneous, it was, we're, we're going back into mm-hmm. this. We're doing this and yeah. we're worshiping. And, oh, my gosh, was the Holy Spirit present. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. Yeah. And so that's that's even evidence of that, yeah. Yeah, and I would say, like, when we were doing it that night, so like this was only the second time that we had actually like done this song because we yeah. did it we did it Friday night, um, and it went like okay, but it was like <laughs> nobody really knew the song. Yeah. Even we didn't know the song. Yeah. Um, and then Saturday night comes and it just like everybody's just like whoa, like it's mm-hmm. just like absolutely crazy. And then we end the song and I'm just like this song isn't done yet. And then like <laughs> yep. I kind of give Kelton our drummer just the look like and your brother. Yeah, my brother. I was like, yo, we gotta like go back into this. Oh yeah. Look. Oh yeah. And then like we kind of like start to swell in and then Liz who was leading the song was like, all right, just the voices. I was like, hey yo. And so like we just had to like pull out. Um, and then um, Josiah who was um, with the church, he came up and he was like, hey, I feel like we're not done with this song. I was like, mm. let's go. Yeah. And then so we just like we just went for it like. We still like didn't really know this song just yeah. like like musically, but we just like went with it and like the Holy Spirit was just like, All right, now you're gonna do a chorus, now you're gonna do a bridge. Yeah. And, like, like the whole band just like followed each other and it was just it was very powerful. Yeah. And I think that's evidence too of just leaning into the Holy Spirit yeah. on that, is that like you guys were like, All right, we're not done with this song and then that was confirmed when Josiah came up mm-hmm. and said, We're not done with yeah. this song. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, we're not. And that's that's huge and that's that's a whole thing that's a really vital part about leading worship is just mm-hmm. leaning into the Holy Spirit. Yeah which we talked about and it's not like we are preparing. We do, we rehearse the band. I don't, I don't rehearse, but the band rehearses. Um, you guys rehearse and you practice so that you can play musically well, but the worship aspect, you're not practicing worship. Mm. You're just, you just lean on the Holy spirit in worship. It's not about your preparedness. Mm. You're preparing the music and then you're giving it to God. And so that's such a huge thing, which I can see you guys clearly doing. Um, so with that, I want to kind of talk about true worship or like having, having a heart of worship. Mm-hmm. I know we've, we, for some reason, in every conversation we've had as, as a team, as individuals, 
the song Heart of Worship yes. keeps coming up, and I'm not mad about it because no. it's, it's a great song. Um, I listened to that song on the way here. It's so good. But I really, I really just want to talk about that and, and kind of what like what is true worship? What does it look like to have a heart of worship and to like just live a worshipful lifestyle? And so my question would be like, biblically, what is true worship? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say the verse um, in Romans 12, verse 1, comes to mind uh, about like offering our bodies as a living sacrifice. Mm-hmm. It, it says, mm-hmm. this is true worship. And yeah. so like, yeah, like worship that we see mostly is like through music, but like that's like not it. Like worship yeah. is like a daily thing. Pretty much sanctification is like daily submitting ourselves to the Lord. Oh, yeah. And like just like praising him in all things that we do. Like it doesn't have to be anything big. Like it can be like, God, just I praise you for this meal. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, like we pray before each meal, but it's like we just like truly praise him for like all that he's done and just like take that like lifestyle just like throughout our whole lives, you know, mm. just like in every aspect of what we do. Yeah. Yeah. And within that lifestyle, kind of what, how do we, how do we as believers live a worshipful lifestyle practically? Mm-hmm. Like, how do we, how do we navigate that? How do we do that? How do we, because like you said, we often think of worship in a musical setting. Yeah. But that's not everything. Yeah. That's a small part of worship. And like you said, it's giving ourselves as a sacrifice mm-hmm. to the Lord. And that is true worship. That is our yeah. act of worship. And so practically, how can we live a life of worship? Yeah, I would say one thing that comes to mind is like serving. Like I'm big into serving, like whether that's on a mission trip or whether that's just like local in your city. Like yeah. I would say that's like one very practical thing to do mm-hmm. uh, just because you're just like submitting yourself and be like, Hey God, just like use me through this, whether it's, Oh, I'm going to give this, this guy a sandwich or it's like, Oh, I'm going to have like a real life changing conversation with yeah. him and really just like submitting to him and just like letting him use you like through like whatever that might be, whether it's just a day in the office or if it's, Oh, Hey, I'm going to my kid's baseball game. I'm going to mm-hmm. like talk to some parents there. Like whatever that might look like. I think just like, I mean, like this is like pretty obvious stuff, but like, Reading your Bible is worship. Yeah. Like praying is worship. Yeah. Like it's not just music, which is like something I feel like a lot of people get wrong. Mm. Um, like they're like, hey, like we're going to do some worship now. I'm like, but we're worshiping this whole service. Like it's yeah. called a worship service. Yeah. You know, like it's not just the music, which I think like is just like such a big thing. And like, especially like going through your lives, it's just like, yeah, like worship is like you. It's a great way to do it through music. Like yeah. I'm not like that's yeah. My favorite way to worship is through music. Yeah, it's a because it's a powerful avenue for it. Yeah, but it's like I feel like so many people just like leave it just to that, mm. which is just like it's kind of heartbreaking, honestly. Yeah, like they just like oh on Sunday mornings we're gonna worship. Yeah, and it's like no, but you have all week to do it. You yeah, know? and it's just it's kind of tough. Mm. But yeah, that that's definitely true. Is uh, it is often looked at as as just music and it's a beautiful thing and it's mm-hmm. really cool when people do musically worship yeah. outside of Sundays. Like they're in, they're driving in the car and they put on like K-Love or something like that and they're just mm-hmm. worshiping in their car on their way to work. That's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like you said, it doesn't end there. And yeah. I, I appreciate what you said. One of the first things you said is like, even in buying a guy a sandwich, like that, just that, that act of service and, and just glorifying God in that and doing that for the Lord and having like a heart for that is huge. Mm-hmm. And that is a way to, to ultimately worship God in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Um, and just serving people. Yeah. And, and one thing that comes to mind is like a lot of times people talk about like, Oh, you can like worship other things. Mm. I personally don't think that's true. I think you can serve other things. Mm. Like a lot of times like youth pastors will, will be like, Hey, like stop worshiping your video games. I'm like, 
you're not worshiping your video games. <laughs> like you're not willing to like lay down your life for these yeah. video games. Like you're not willing to like It's an idol. Yeah, you're not willing to submit yourself like completely to these video games. Like you're not willing to die for them, yeah. you know? Like I mean, if you are, you're crazy. This is, like, this, yeah, but it's fair. not worship. It's fair. Yeah. You know? Um and so it's just like it's kind of like I feel like a lot of people have a misconception of what true worship is. Mm. Um and like even what like fake worship is. Yeah. Um, because like a lot of times they're like, oh yeah, like we can worship money yeah. and it's like, but like worship is like for like the one true God, like yeah. it's not for just like objective things. Yeah. Yeah. We're those, those, those can become idols and we idolize them. Mm-hmm. Um, I like what you said about the passage in Romans, um, and really talking about like our true worship is just giving ourselves mm-hmm. as a sacrifice. And that's essentially saying, I mean, this is something we're, we're taught, like this is, this is just Christian 101 is to say yes to God and to, to be like, God, it's yours. And the thing is, is like, we hear that all the time, but we never define it as worship. Mm-hmm. But that's really what that's saying yeah. is we're giving ourselves. We're saying, okay, God, here's everything in my life. It's yours. This is my true act of worship, yeah. which is we, we never have give it the definition of worship, mm-hmm. but it is like we hear it all the time of like, that's what you need to do. You need to surrender. You need to surrender this, surrender that, surrender this, surrender that. We're okay. I'm going to do that. And I'm giving it as a sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. And that is my true act of worship. And I think that's so huge. And I think we should start to define that yeah. as worship. And one thing that like also comes to mind is like, why should we worship? You know, mm. like why does God need our worship? Like that's like a huge, like, like, why should we? Like, yeah. he's so powerful. Like, he doesn't need our worship. Yeah. But, like, shouldn't we give it to him? Like, yeah. the song Gratitude comes to mind. Like, mm-hmm. I've got nothing. Like, I don't have anything, like, that's fit for a king. Yeah. But I'll give whatever I have, yeah. you know? And so, like, that's so big because it's, like, I feel like a lot of times, like, I'll feel like, like, why do I even get the chance to worship him? Mm. You know? Yeah. And it's, like, that's because, like, he wants our worship. And, yeah. like, he wants like a relationship with us too. And so it's like, he's, he is like this utmost high being, but also like he wants to come down to us and like dwell with us. Yeah. Which is huge. Yeah. And I think too, like, um, when somebody gives you something, you say, thank you. Yeah. If I hand you this pen and you need it, you're going to, yeah, exactly. You're going to say thank you. But, that's our essentially thank you to God, except what he's given us is so much greater. So much, everything, all the just things in life that he's provided for us, but also, you know, um, eternal life, kind of big. Um, uh, kind of. <laughs> and so that is our thank you to God is, yeah. is the worship that we give him. And that's compared to what he's given us is it's nothing, yeah. but it is pleasing to him. And it's a beautiful thing. And I just, I just constantly think about, it. I mean, it's, that of my life verse is First Corinthians ten thirty one. Mm-hmm. Everything you do, whether you eat or drink, do it all for the glory of God. Yeah. Our worship is for the glory of God. Everything we do, this podcast is for the glory of God. Me drinking water when my throat was a little scratchy is glorifying to God. As long as like I, they better be glorifying to God, whether mm-hmm. I eat or drink. Um, and so those that surrender and that act of worship is glorifying to Him, and and He deserves that glory. Cool. Well. Those are all the questions I had for you. This was a really good conversation. I'm really glad we got to talk about worship and and context of youth, context of congregational. It's really cool to I, I really I really love church planting. Mm. And so it's really cool to hear um just all the way back to the beginning of you saying like you started as a small child, this church started and now it has three campuses and it's thriving and yeah. God is good. Um 
and that's so big. But thank you for being on this episode of the podcast, episode four, I believe this Definitely. is. Um, I'm really glad you're here and really glad we could have this conversation. Um, for those listening, thank you for joining us. Uh, glad you could be here as well. Um, if you want to hear more about YouthQuest, you can check out the link in our description. It'll bring you to everything you could ever know about YouthQuest and just all the information, contact info, all of that. Um, please don't hesitate to reach out if you have questions about the podcast or questions about YouthQuest or anything like that. Just thank you for listening. Um, next week, we are going to be joined by nobody. Um, I will be doing an episode uh, kind of as a intermission in kind of where we're going with the podcast. Um, so next week, I'm going to be talking about kind of what I've learned as compared to last year in leadership. So last year was my first year as director, this year going into my second year, kind of what I've learned in that transition of, of one year to the next. Um, and I'm just going to discuss failings that I've seen, things that I've learned and all of that. Um, again, thank you for listening. And I hope this podcast has been able to minister to you in some way and that it was ultimately glorifying to the Lord. All right, we'll see you next week. We'll be seeing you.